Hi, this is Will Friedle, and you're listening to The Geek Generation. Logan, joined in the studio today by Damian Cranshaw. It's story time. It is story time. And uh, Kane Andrews. Hey, An artist extraordinaire, as we always call him, Mr. Roger Andrews. Father of Kane Andrews. Father of Kane Andrews, <laughs> yes. Uh, and we know it's a special time when you're here, Roger, because... Uh, it's always special. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's also San Diego Comic-Con time. That's right. Uh, we went to San Diego Comic-Con last weekend, had a crazy time again. Uh, mm-hmm. This was my second year, your thousandth. Um, yeah, that's right. Literally my one thousandth year. I was there at the time of <laughs> at time, time of, of inception. Yeah, the inception of the con. No, yeah, yeah. It feels like it sometimes. <laughs> yeah, right. But we had uh, we had a different schedule going on this mm-hmm. year than yes. we have in the past. I showed up before you arrived and left after you left, which was yeah, very it was, weird. It was weird. We uh, we had to convene and then break apart. We, we did. broke apart. We like, did two lost ships in the night we broke <laughs> but uh no i mean it was i had no choice i we uh we right. had to fly in on friday i had, I had work on thursday so sure but uh we did we did our thing as uh, as your listeners will soon find out yes 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 uh so thursday even getting there we ran into an issue like right away uh-huh. so uh my friend liana came out with me because i needed someone to run the camera for all the press stuff this was my first year going out as actual press for san diego comic-con not as batman not as Batman, right? Not as Batman. And because we had uh, a lot of times last year where we had to split up, I made sure that I had a camera operator with me that could go to all the press rooms and things. So she was coming in from Philadelphia to get to uh, San Diego, but had the layover in Boston. Mm -hmm. So we arranged that I would be on the same flight with her going from Boston to San Diego and the same thing coming home, which... It was the furthest I guess she's ever traveled from home. Right. So a six-hour flight across the country. Uh, you want to make sure that somebody's not all by themselves. <laughs> that's right. First timers. Yeah. Right. Right. So she had a delay coming from Philly to Boston. Oh no! Oh, and, I didn't hear any of this. Oh yeah, we we had potential anarchy. So there was only like a forty-five minute layover in Boston before heading out to San Diego, and her flight got delayed because of the one arriving in Philadelphia before it could go to Boston. We didn't know what that delay was going to be like. So all day on the phone, I'm like checking mm-hmm. the status yeah, of the refresh, flight. Yeah, refresh, refresh, refresh. Yep. What's the estimated time? And it eventually, our flight was supposed to leave around 4.30 to go to San Diego. And it was saying like 4.15, like 4.05, 4.15. It was fluctuating as to her flight arriving in Boston. So we were like down to the wire. So I had already boarded the plane. Were you on the plane? I was, I wow. was on the plane. I didn't catch any of this. No, no, I had actually gotten on the plane. And then she was like around like 410, 415. She's like, we just landed. There's like three or four of us that are going to book it across. Of course, it's all the way on the other side of the airport. It's like right. a home alone situation. Yeah. Like <laughs> that's right. yes, yeah, yeah. That's right. So they made it. They actually, JetBlue was, I got to give them total credit. They knew that there were like four or five people that were making that transition to the San Diego flight. 
they let those people off first. Oh, that's great. Wow, that's- they said, you guys have to hit this other plane and the layover. So as soon as we land, you four or five come up to the front. You're off first. We get your stuff. You go and make your sprint. <laughs> right. Yeah. Then, and, it, and it worked out. Thank goodness. I've actually been in that, that exact scenario. Yeah. I've done that. I think I was in Miami, which is, trust me, Logan, the, dis- the distance that I had to ca- travel in Miami is way greater than Logan. Yeah, yeah. Trust me. And, and it's it's fun. Yeah. It's a fun thing. <laughs> fun is, uh, yeah. is fun with the right your, word. Yeah, with your carry-on and, you <laughs> yeah. jet and, you're, and you're hoping that you're, whatever you uh, checked, your check luggage, yep. you're hoping that that makes it onto the flight. Right. It's a real, it's a joy. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> but all Super of our luggage fun. did make it. Yeah, yeah, everything made it. Thank goodness Good. it was it, it was avoided stress. It, mm-hmm. it was a little bit of anxiety leading up to it, but uh, worked out in the end, which is very good. If that flight didn't happen, they were going to reschedule her for like a seven a.m. flight the next morning. Oh, oh wow! We, meaning she might have gotten before her. <laughs> meaning, well, she would have arrived in San Diego at like ten ten thirty. No, we would have gotten him before. Yeah, her. yeah, okay. Ironically so, enough, yeah. yeah. But would have also then had to find a place to stay that night in Boston Eesh. and everything. And, right. and I would have been gone already because yeah. if I reschedule, that's extra money. And they, they wouldn't have made that exception for me. No, I don't so. think so. Wait, don't they know this is the key generation? <laughs> don't they know? <laughs> what the heck? Wait, imagine if I walked up. Don't you know who I am? Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be funny if you big timed him. Yeah. Like, you know who I am? The worst line of anybody oh, to no, use that, ever. Listen, yeah. listen, that's not good for a celebrity to do. Much yeah. less, you know, you can't civilians. be big timing people when you're not big time. No, yeah, you got to be big time. That's a prerequisite. <laughs> yeah. 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 Rob, I think it's time to invest in the company Jet. Yeah, yeah that's right. So. Yeah, the it's, Geek, yeah, the geek been, Gen Jet. It's been long enough. The Geek Jet? It's the been geek long jet. enough. I like it. The Geek Jet, I like it. So... Also, I got to give JetBlue more credit because they had Wi-Fi on the plane. Oh, oh yeah, wow. I, I had never flown with FlyFi, as they call uh-huh. it. Uh, but, wow, did that come in handy. Not only, like, could you communicate with people, like, since I have an iPhone and their messenger app uses Wi-Fi and not just cell data, anyone else who had an iPhone, I could talk to. Cool. And uh, we watched a bunch of like movies and TV shows and stuff because I had Alfred, my laptop, loaded up with a ton of stuff. <laughs> but Alfred died uh, partway oh, through the flight because like... he's a beast. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. And uh, I was actually able to pull out like my iPod and watch. It, the Wi-Fi was good enough to where we were watching streaming TV shows on Amazon Prime. Wow, that's impressive. Wow. So like they don't need to provide an in-flight movie anymore or have the screens when anymore. you have Wi-Fi. No, not really. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, they have the TV channels and stuff that they normally do on JetBlue anyway. Right. But right. having Internet opens up your entertainment options to virtually everything. Absolutely. So pretty awesome. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. That sounds great. That's, yeah. that's and now you don't have JetBlue. to download your Geek Gen podcast ahead of time. You can stream them right <laughs> through the plane. That's, that's right. right. But don't rely. <laughs> don't rely. Don't rely on the Fly 5. Because Wait, how long before you're actually broadcasting from, <laughs> from a JetBlue flight? <laughs> let's, let's bring this up a level. That's what a good doing? point. I should <laughs> right? have opened up. Uh, bring out the beast. Some right? sort of mobile Twitch. Like, yeah. Right? It's got to be a live way. streamer. That would have been amazing. I say you do it. That's the next one. That's the next level. <laughs> Air it's, broadcast. Now right. you can big time it. When you get off that plane, did you, did you write Then it? I'll now, be like, do you know who I no, am? No, now you know who I am. <laughs> That's what you tell them. So the actual con, the we con. didn't we didn't make it Thursday night, obviously, because uh, badge registration closed by the time we landed. Oh. So we couldn't pick up our badges on Thursday, and that was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so on Friday... We showed up, and obviously, first thing is we get our badges, and we run into another weird situation with the badges. So what had happened was I had a press badge for myself, and I had purchased a four-day pass for her. But when we got there, they sent us to the press area. They said both my badges were there. I showed them my ID, and it automatically prints out whatever, however many badges, based on your 
identification or whatever. They print out two badges. I'm like, okay, it's both my badges. So I get one for me, my press badge, and then we get a professional badge for Andrea something. Oh, boy. Amano? Uh, no, no <laughs> not, right? Not Andrea Romano. No, no. And I, we, we had no idea who it was. And we didn't say anything because we got our second badge. Like, why are we going to? I didn't want to rock the boat at all. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't want to be like, well, that's not our badge. And then, then be like, oh, well, the one that you paid for is not happening or something for whatever reason. So, I, there's an Andrew somebody who didn't get their badge. You do realize, but <laughs> apparently we we did talk to other people that we knew there, right. and this was not the only case of this happening this year. Right, like someone else had gotten a badge without their name on it, and they were like, "This is not me." Mm-hmm. So there had to be something going on in the system this year. But I mean, right. you show your ID to get your badge. So when that person actually went to get their badge and showed their ID, they had to have given them one. You would assume so. That'd be hilarious. It's like, no, your badge was already claimed. Uh, and and there's like a gang of like a couple dozen people. <laughs> right, right. Like a right. gang of misfits who never got their badges. And was anybody angry? walking around with my name on them with the badge that I paid for? I wonder. And did I even have to pay for a badge? Like, Oh. oh. That's an added level mm. right like, there. What, was it because that I paid for a second that the glitch happened and I got two badges with one wrong name? Or let's say I didn't buy one. Granted, that's a risk to take to fly across the country and be like, let's right. let's chance this. <laughs> I tell you what, I mean, I've been again, like you mentioned, I've been doing it for a thousand years. Yeah, yeah. And the process gets more and more streamlined every year. Oh, it does. Um, I go on a professional badge. Yeah. So um, with that, it used to allow you to have one free guest. Okay. And that would be my son or you know whoever. And now they charge you for a four day pass. Mm-hmm. And so it's two hundred, whatever, two hundred fifty, whatever, whatever it is. Yeah. And every single trip, I always am nervous that that pass didn't get registered. Right. The additional pass. So I fly my son out with me. <laughs> right. We get a hotel. We do the whole nine. And then it's not in the system. Yeah. But I mean, every year it seems to go well. Except Works out. For, except for this year. For yeah, some. yeah. We just kept the professional badge because why am I going to downgrade? No. Let's, let's, what are you going to do? Say, hey, no. Right. Sorry. We can't. No. Plus, she's actually wearing a girl's name now. So go figure. Yeah. Uh, so we hit the show floor for a little bit right away. Mm-hmm. Celebrity sightings Boom. like didn't take long at all. We see the uh, I believe it was the Warner Brothers booth. One Mr. Conan O'Brien. Ah, cool. So I snapped a whole bunch of pictures of him. He he wanted the attention. Like, he was walking up the stairs, whistled so that everyone would look over, and then proceeded all the way up, and as you can see in the photo, was king of the world. Oh, he so was, yeah, I'm sure you're And he was just drinking it in and being a total ham, and... <laughs> oh, he knew what he was doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and being Conan O'Brien. That's Conan. So that was pretty entertaining right away. In addition to seeing Conan O'Brien... We were then walking elsewhere, and we see the mob, as you always do, like mm-hmm. at a certain booth. Right. Mm-hmm. Just all the people holding their cameras up, snapping photos. And you're wondering who is beyond that mob of people. Yeah, right? and we're like, we have no idea who this could possibly be. But oh. I became one of those people holding oh. up my camera for a little bit as we saw an autograph signing of The Walking Dead taking place. So right here, I got Carl and Rick. Yeah, Chandler uh, Riggs. And, uh, I was surprised I even got pictures this high quality. <laughs> yeah, that's, right. yeah, that's pretty this, great. Yeah. You extended your arm at, at, at its greatest point. Right, right. Trying, right. To, trying to snap down. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure there were other people here as well. Right. But these are the only ones that, I, sorry, made, uh, that I captured anything of. So for the listeners, right, Andrew Lincoln on one side yep. and uh, Chandler Riggs on the other. Is that his name? Chandler Riggs, the kid. Oh, okay. I don't right. even know. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Carl. Carl. Yeah, I, I know Carl. Carl. I know Carl. Carl. Yeah, that's about it. Carl. So uh, that was pretty cool that... Just right away, boom, boom, boom. Right. And then you guys were 
had you landed probably at this point? Uh, so at what point during the day is this? So this is still time? pretty early. This is maybe like 10 or 11. Uh, yeah, we landed. We literally went right from the airport directly to the con. Okay. We had a taxi driver drop us there. <laughs> bags and everything. Um, yeah, bags and everything. Yep. We went right in. Packed incredibly light, obviously, to make that happen, mm. mm-hmm. which is another, like, that's, a, um, if you're a rookie to the con, you, you come, you come, you come too heavy. You're coming too heavy. You gotta, you gotta pack like you're going into a battle. Yeah. yeah. You know, you wanna have a lightest, lightest amount of, uh, weapon, you know, weaponry. Dude, your, I wish uh, I could. All the yeah, equipment I, I have know. to bring, but. Yeah, you were, you were, <laughs> yeah, you were lugging around a pretty good pack full of always, stuff. Always, always. Yeah. Uh, but Kane and I, we, uh, yeah, we went in pretty light. Mm-hmm. Um, you we got to. out and we hit the ground running. We actually, I would say it had to be before 11. I think the first, panel was maybe 10 30 or 11 which okay. i believe was the walking dead yeah that was pretty early um and so we we were like let's go to the hall h line let's throw let's give it a shot knowing however knowing that the right. line had been there since wednesday right so but we gave it a shot we stood in line and um we gave it a go and we stayed maybe for what, about an hour son yeah yeah we stayed for about an hour and the line, and the line moved yep and then stopped and then we realized None of us are getting in. Right. So we're like, this is pointless. So we got out of line and then, then we got back into the fray. Yeah. 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 Right into the show floor. Yeah. Uh, no, I think, uh, where we, did we go right after? We that? went to food. Oh, we went to go eat. <laughs> we went to Nobu. You guys waste no time. Oh, that's a good transition. Oh, we went, okay. we went okay. to, no, there's a Nobu who are familiar. It's a, like a world famous Japanese yep. Uh, yep. restaurant. Howard Stern sushi. talks about it all the time yeah. as like this really upscale seafood joint oh, great and so yeah. the two of us we went in and we actually beat the rush yep clearly because it was like 11 a.m 11 right, 30 right and um sat at the bar and, and had tremendous sushi right. <laughs> that's what we did from so instead of, yeah from from instead of standing in the line in that hot sun yeah. we went and and had some great sushi that's and the air conditioning and the yep. air conditioning right. it was made by the only american guy at the sushi yeah we place had too. the one american sushi chef oh <laughs> all, all these guys look like they're classically yeah. trained from tokyo yeah and then we had the one dude his name was like spencer or something who was sir who was cutting he's like sushi. i was raised by one <laughs> that's right, that's right, seriously. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so no, that was that was that experience. So we transitioned from the con over to Nobu. Okay. Well, Nobu will come up for yeah, us I'm as sure well. Will. Um, and I'll probably get some shit for it, oh, too. Oh, you're gonna. <laughs> so uh, our first press appointment was also on Friday, too. We had an appointment with Jonah Ray from oh, yeah. The Nerdist, mm-hmm. from uh, The Meltdown on Comedy Central, from Jonah Radio, if you listen to that podcast as well. Jonah's all over the place right now, blowing up. And... This was the most different press room I've ever been to because almost every press room I had done to this point was you meet in a room with a ton of other press. There's a bunch of round tables set up and there's like a step and repeat video uh, thing for the people doing on camera interviews and you're sharing it with so many others. This was in a restaurant. So we had to leave. It wasn't in the convention center. It wasn't uh, in the Hilton Bayfront where they have a lot of the other press rooms and things like that. This was at a uh, restaurant inside of a hotel, still in the gas lamp. We're still in the general area, but as people know, San Diego really takes over that. Yeah, they whole they essentially area. brand that entire gas lamp yeah. section. So we go to that restaurant. Uh, we go up to the uh, Mater D or Greeter or whatever the name of those people are. The host, hostess, host, host, host hostess, and uh, we're like we're here uh, for the press time with Jonah Ray and uh comedy central and they're like yeah no this is not the we don't place. have that on the menu here they're like yeah <laughs> this is not here so we're like oh like i literally gotten an email a minute or two before from the pr agent saying are you here and i'm like uh okay so we went to the front desk of the hotel and we're like is this happening here is there a place they're like we don't know what's going on so now we're like scrambling 
because oh, no. we just got to this place on time, let alone finding where all this is going on. So then we go back into the restaurant and I, I ask again, I'm like, oh, is it under this person's name, the PR agent? And they're like, oh, yeah, but that's not till one o'clock. And we were there at 12, which is what I was told it was at. And they're like, oh, OK. So they're like, you can walk around and see if you see him at all. So we walked through the restaurant and lo and behold, there they were. So the restaurant had it wrong or something. I don't even know. It was just a lot of confusion, right. basically. So mm-hmm. they're they're basically just at a table. Uh, it is kind of like a curtained. Like they do have some booths that are like three wall curtains. And then with one that you can pull over for like mafia setup. I don't know <laughs> yeah, what's true. going on with there. But uh, it was just Jonah and the PR agent sitting there. So we sat down and then two other press people came in. That was it. Oh, wow. Oh. You had them to yourself. Yeah. So we were just shooting the shit with Jonah for a while, and that was cool. He remembered uh, the Geek Generation. He remembered me. Oh, that's great. Um, and the zombie podcast and stuff that we had done. That was really cool. And so we just chat for a little bit, and then uh, everyone pulls out the recorders. And I had an issue with the Beast because oh, no. it's always Not switched. The beast. I know. It's switched to uh, two different settings. Like You can have it be the external mics, or you can have it be the onboard mics. And I forgot to switch it to the onboard because I'm almost always using the externals. So I had it set up to record and it recorded just silence. No. Which ultimately is not the biggest loss. Like I can write up an article based on what we talked about just off memory. I would have liked to have the audio recording to refer to for quotes and things. But uh, the noise level in the restaurant was so high. There's no way it would have been clean audio to play for everybody anyway. Right. So you wouldn't have been able to broadcast it anyway. So right. Yeah. It, it, would, it's, it would not have been broadcastable. It was just right. for reference. All hmm. right. But it was still a lot of fun and just okay. like a much more intimate press setting than I'd ever been in before. Cool. So not a not an epic fail. Just to, No, not yeah, at all. Not, not at all. Not okay. at all. Still well worth doing. All right. Cool. Yeah. It was cool just for the FaceTime. I mean... That's awesome. Plus, he remembered you. I mean, that's, I know, right? I'll I mean, tell how you many it. of these does he do? He must be exactly. quite, a, quite a few. Ads, yeah, huh? yeah. Well, you know, one, it's the voice. Oh, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's the always voice. the voice. There the voice is. is usually what gets me remembered. That's right. Like, that's the that's the standout. I'm like, I'm okay looking, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it could be worse. It could remember you from the body odor. That'd be I know, worse. right? That'd be way yeah, worse. You don't want that. Uh, so that was fun. And then leaving the restaurant, we were going through the hotel, and we saw two different groups of significance. One, we saw Bruce Tim. Paget Brewster and C. Thomas Howell, which normally I might have run up to him and been like, hey, hey, hey. (laughs) But I knew we were interviewing them later in the day anyway. So I was going to have my opportunity. We actually saw Bruce Tim twice. Uh, We saw him again on the show floor at a different point. I was like, Bruce, I'm like, how is he not being mobbed by Mm -hmm. people right now? Like, I this is common knowledge to me. I feel like other people know who he is. Right. I mean, as an artist, I mean, I don't know that we're, let's face it, we're not on camera talent. I guess. So, I mean. But it's I, Bruce I, Tim. I, listen, like, I. Like, you I see don't, him on DVD extras and stuff and interviews. and Right. I mean, I, listen, I, I love all of Bruce Tim's work. Yeah. I, actually, a lot of my stuff is inspired by his. But um, I don't know that I would recognize him on the street. Yeah. I really don't. I mean, even being a fan of, you know, all that animation, I, I just don't know that I would. So. But you make a good point, though. That audience yeah. should know Bruce Tim. San Diego yeah. Comic-Con. Yeah, there's, there's some fanatics in there. There's some folks who really probably on site would know him. I don't know if, if it's enough to, to mob him, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? If it, but C. Thomas Howell, I think, is definitely, you know, obviously. Paget Brewster? Yeah, you're right. Granted, I, she I does a ton of voice stuff. Right. But, I mean, we, we saw them in the hotel. No mob expected. Okay. But when I saw Bruce Tim on the show floor, that, expected a yeah, crowd yeah at least a few people you know a few onlookers at least yeah like, oh, i don't know and i'm i'm very good about like 
that's that person, that's that person, that's that person. Right. Like I recognize the so you're an identifier. And yeah, like yeah. I was picking out all Howard Stern people last year. Right. Yeah. How many people know what they actually so, look oh, you, like? Yeah, you amazed me with that. You knew every <laughs> single Kaplan and all these other guys. Yeah. You know, you knew Steve Brandano, Brandano, I knew him by face. Like yeah, I wouldn't recognize if it wasn't Baba Booey, I wouldn't know any of them. <laughs> Baba Booey, and we and we ran into Baba Booey. We ran into Baba Booey last year too. There yeah, um, and then also leaving the same hotel, Nathan Fillion. Ah, oh, there you go. I'd recognize Nathan. Oh, yes. And we were like, oh, get the camera. Da, da, da. And he was gone. Oh, oh like man. a ghost. Like so fast. He's Nathan Fillion's ghost. Yeah, yeah. Even him. But we still saw Nathan Fillion. So yeah, cool. even if there's no picture or anything, that was still pretty cool. Then we had our next appointment, which was around lunchtime for us. It was like noon or one. So you guys had probably come and gone from Nobu at this point already. You might have still been eating by no, the time. No, I think we were still eating at that point because it's like I, it had to be afternoon by the time we arrived at Nobu. If I had to guess. Okay. And if that's the case, I think, yeah, you, we yeah. we could have crossed paths, but, I, you know, we were just, yeah. you know, nose deep in, in um, you know, spicy tuna rolls. Right, we, right. We, <laughs> we weren't looking and we weren't looking around. I mean, matter of fact, Nathan Fillion could have sat next to us. And we wouldn't even know <laughs> that food was so good. Yeah. 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 So uh, the thing about our Nobu appointment, we had a uh, press time with Laura Vandervoort from Bitten. She's currently on uh, season two, just finished. They were promoting that DVD. They're about to start filming season three. And people might know her best as Supergirl from Smallville. That's definitely the geek crowd. And she was also on V for a little while. The the reboot of V, uh-huh. which I never saw, but apparently she was very good on, I'm told. But I was very excited for that. I wasn't sure that we were definitely going to get into it, but we got it like booked the day before or something. Like it was really tight. And they were like, we can only fit you into a round table. So I was like, okay. And they're like, but there's free lunch too. Whoa. Free okay. Lunch. Free lunch at Nobu. Nice. Free lunch at Nobu, which is a pricey place. Hmm. Yeah. For sure. Suffice to say that my lunch was not free. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mine came. We were not expecting much, uh, but it was a nice little spread. They cool. had uh they had a bunch of sushi laid out. They had uh some pork. Like I did I don't do sushi, but I definitely had like the pork and it was all very good and vegetables and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And we had a little plate, nothing crazy, but it was very good. Right. What I did have. And Liana likes sushi, so she had that. But you guys <laughs> give oh. me so much crap after. Oh, what a burn that is. Because I didn't, I didn't eat sushi at arguably one of the best sushi places yeah. in the country. Like if you were going to be introduced to sushi, that would have been the spot, right? Like you would, it would have kind of, in a way, it may have ruined you for like local sushi, right? Right. You know, you can't go to the Chinese place that actually makes sushi. There's as no well. stepping back. Yeah, from it. yeah, yeah. You were, yeah, you were about to fly. It's just the fact that like the the concept of raw food. To me, is just so disgusting. You're talking about you, you'll eat a cucumber. That's raw. That's, yeah. that's different. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, man. You know, that's very different. Yeah, yeah. you'll eat a salad. That's raw. No, yeah, yeah but that's vegetable. That's plant based. Yeah. I can do plant based. I get your point. It's living. It's a, raw it's a flesh. Living, it's not alive. It's not. It's not like a Klingon dish. It doesn't matter. <laughs> then it's a carcass. I'm not, I'm not a vulture. <laughs> I'm gonna convert this. I'm tell your audience. I'm gonna convert you at some oh. point. I'm gonna give you the best sushi. You're gonna be like, oh, what? Why have I been wasting my life? I was at Nobu and I I didn't need it. But they they had, uh, like, there was some cooked stuff, but there was, like, crab meat and things. Like, I don't do shellfish either. I'm just not a big seafood person. It's fair. You like what you like. I mean, it's fair. I would have eaten, like, cooked salmon Mm -hmm. or, like, a cooked fish. I totally would have eaten. Right. But I am not. I don't know what all this stuff is, so uh, it's just not happening. (laughs) Okay. Well, I don't want to hijack your show, but I'm on sushi team. Yeah, yeah. I'm on the sushi team. You're... (laughs) I don't know what team you're on. It's not that. It's I'm, a, I'm, I'm on Team Cooked. Team Cooked. Yeah. Team Cooked, Team Draw. Okay. So from there, we had the uh, press table, as we expected, which became an on-camera interview, 
we were told this was not an option at the time until we showed up and they were like, oh yeah, totally. It's your time. You can do whatever you want with it. Okay. Great. Let's, so we had to give her makeup artist a second to touch her <laughs> up, which mm-hmm. apparently they have to do several times throughout the day. Mm-hmm. I was like, where's my makeup artist? <laughs> <laughs> but that was fun too. It was like a six minute interview or so. And I, I should say too, all these interviews are on the geekgeneration.com. They've all been posted. You can watch all the videos on YouTube. Uh, we are going to release a full episode that is just the audio from all the interviews because we have so many from this year. Wow. So in a couple weeks we'll release or maybe I'll just drop it as a bonus episode at some point. We'll be just all the interviews we did. Well, you have that power. Yeah. You can do that. I, I have the power. <laughs> you do indeed. You do indeed. Uh, but that was a lot of fun just to meet her and she was super cool and really sweet and yeah, good interview. Great. Great. Cool. Uh, from there, when we were leaving the hotel... We saw a dog on a motorcycle. A dog on a motorcycle. A dog on a motorcycle. Dog on a motorcycle. Oh, actually, I didn't even put up the picture. Oh, of, she is. Uh, that is not a. Before. She is not a dog on a motorcycle. She is not a dog on a motorcycle. Okay. No. Uh, that was the kind of setting that we had. We we almost shot against the window, which like was kind of a stained glass type setup. Right. But uh, apparently, it would have caused a backlighting problem and stuff. And of course, the PR agent is like in the. I was going to say yeah, she's photo everything. bombing. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. I'm Too sure she's is- listening to the interview and everything to make sure that I'm being cool. Right. But I mean, I look at this photo, and my immediate response is, "Who lets me near these people?" <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And her makeup is flawless. That was another. Point. Yeah. That too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's too bad it's not a green screen. You could have done anything with it. I know, right? Well, I can still work with that, but yeah, it would have it would bleed into the other white things mm, in the yeah, scene for yeah, sure. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Yeah, but I, I thought it was funny that the screen that they had as a backdrop, like this separates us from where the people are eating their free lunch, uh, <laughs> but wow. it's not even tall enough for the two of us mm-hmm. to like use it as a proper backdrop. Oh, you know, that is so funny. You're right. Like we couldn't just have a solid white background. It had to be like <laughs> only way that would have worked if you were both seated, right? Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, that was that. Cool. And then we saw the dog on the motorcycle. Dog on motorcycle. Which was literally uh, yeah, a dog sitting on on a miniaturized uh, remote control motorcycle. This guy was walking around with it, with controller in hand, driving around. The dog was just chilling on it. Chilling. And at different points, he would like lay down on the motorcycle. And it was hilarious. So Liana took a bunch of pictures with him. Uh, I don't have pictures of her in this because I don't know if she actually wants them posted during the episode. Okay. So I didn't ask permission. So I'm not just going to throw them out there. But the the dog started like licking her face and everything like crazy. Like it was hilarious. Very cute. I bet you that dog drew a bigger crowd than (laughs) some of the celebrities. Everyone was around this dog. Yeah. Everyone was. It was was an amazing thing to me. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Very funny. Right. Did you catch his name? He looks like a pork chop or or gruff to me or something. I forget what it was. You would think it would be like Harley Mm -hmm. or something. Right. It was something. In that kind of idea, it was something motorcycle based. I just don't remember exactly what it was. Something (laughs) like that. Absolutely. (laughs) Right. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. But that was really funny to see. And then we hopped back on the show floor for a little bit Mm -hmm. where uh, I super geeked out when I saw the suits for Batman v Superman, Mm -hmm. which was ultra exciting. You can see him right there. We have uh, Batman, Wonder Woman, Superman. The texture on these things. Unreal, like the detail. Did you get a good like up close? No, look I at actually, I, I don't think we ever ever got a chance to get close. Enough oh, really? To him? I mean, the crowd was unrelenting. I oh, mean, wow! It, ne- it never dissipated enough for us to get close enough to see it. See, I even took a picture in front of the oh. Batman suit. The detail is incredible. The one thing that I cannot figure out about the Batman costume is what they are using because it's it's a seamless piece from mm-hmm. cowl to cape. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, what are they using that allows him to turn his head? 
yeah, that's a good question. It's mm. got to be some, they. I mean, obviously they engineered it so he so he could. Right, because I mean that was that was a problem in the Keaton days right, for yeah. sure. <laughs> uh, they alleviated the issue in right. the Dark Knight by giving him like the kind of separate piece, like neck to cowl right. thing, so that yeah, it's he like could. segmented in a way. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So he could do that, but mm. now now it looks like a seamless piece, and it's got sort of his sort of neck muscles and things molded into the uh, right the cowl section. right. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, as as an artist, I mean, that's that's how I would draw him. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. I can see it, but I'm I'm not necessarily thinking of the practicality of uh, exactly. The real world. And most comic book costumes are not ultra practical. No, no. not at all. I yeah. mean, this face is drawn on superhuman proportions. Exactly. Not meant to be on a real. So human the being. fact that they're pulling that off, and I'm still very curious. Like, I have to look at the trailer footage that was released a little more closely to see. Oh, you mean the stuff that I got to see? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never mind. We'll get to that too. Oh no, no, I I I watched it all, but. I'm, Okay. I need to look at it a little more closely. More about uh, in-person homework yeah, okay. we're referring to. Oh, yeah. But uh, it's really kind of a marvel of technology. Now, were, did they, uh, were these costumes camera-worn or are these just uh, sort of... I don't know if they were camera-worn or yeah. if they were, like, camera-ready. Right. Because they actually had two Batman costumes in the show right. floor. Like, there was another one in the DC booth. Right. This one they, was over by the Warner How Brothers many would stuff. you guess that they produced? They probably produced, like, four or five. At or least. Of them, right? yeah, yeah, totally. Okay, yeah. No, but it's cool, though. I mean, to see them on the mannequins and everything, it's, it's, it's a great-looking image. Yeah, yeah, that for those pretty who pretty awesome. <laughs> for those who can see it on the... Right? Is that on the website yeah, yeah, as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, great. Yeah, that'll be up on the website, too. Um, but again, for people that want to see the actual visual podcast, uh, this will be posted not only in the show notes of this episode, the YouTube video will be on demand later and it will be on our YouTube channel as well. So, uh, thegeekgeneration.com slash YouTube, and you can see all videos on demand mm-hmm. as well. I like that's a professional right there. Look at you just, you just seamlessly merged right back into the, that's right. That's mm-hmm. a professional you just right there. drop them and you keep <laughs> moving until people call you out. Uh, on I it. know. Sorry about that. <laughs> but that. No, it's a fun. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, so we checked out a bunch of stuff on the show floor. Like you said, pretty packed. Yeah. Kind of sardine can. Felt more packed than last year. Really? On I don't Friday, know if that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if that was lack of memory for me or right. just maybe like since I had thought that because last year when we went, we made comments about how it seemed less packed than New York. Right. Oh, you know, what? I have a theory, actually. Uh, it could be that so many people were turned away from Hall H. They now were roaming okay. the floor. Mm. Okay. That makes sense. Right? That makes total sense. Yeah, so many people were turned away from probably whatever was going on in Ballroom 20, which right. is the second largest venue. And so many people were turned away from Indigo. Yep. That they just like, oh, let's roam the floor. And makes what else total sense. Do, yeah. Know? Yeah. So it's possible. That's my theory. Anyways, I'm sticking with that. One. Works for me. All right. <laughs> Uh, we ended up going back to the press area because we had another appointment that we had to get to for Justice League Gods and Monsters, the animated film coming out soon from Warner Brothers. And uh, one of Liana's goals for the weekend, she's a huge workaholics fan and was dying to meet them. So we had uh, a situation beforehand where like the, the Jonah press room was not something scheduled at a particular time. Like I told them I was interested in it and they gave me a time. Okay. Workaholics was a similar situation, but I never heard back on that one because I assume they were in high demand as well. Mm-hmm. And she was super bummed that we never got that press time with them. But as we were on our way to the Justice League press room, we saw on the other side of the hallway, still within kind of the press area, mm-hmm. the workaholics. Adam Devine was not there. He was uh, elsewhere. And I should mention, too, the uh, the Jonah one that we went to was supposed to be Jonah and Kumail Nanjiani. But he was we were told he was in Hawaii filming a movie 
And I was like, he was just here yesterday. Oh, wait, we're on the West Coast. Uh, so yeah. he, that's, yeah. that's a quicker transition. Yeah, it's a realistic flight. Yeah, it's not like you're flying across the country. Yeah. I was like, that's so far. <laughs> and clearly his press person didn't tell them this was a geek generation. Clearly. You know, clearly. Event. Yeah. Clearly. I mean, I've met him in the past, but it would have been great to have him there as well. Sure. Uh, and, and then when uh, we saw the Workaholics guys and she just spotted him and boom, made a beeline right to him. We took like literally 30 pictures just to make sure we had good ones and they were very cool about it. Uh, Adam Devine was not there because we were told by them he was filming a movie in Hawaii. Hmm, suspicious. Hmm. Which is either a line that they throw to people right, yeah. <laughs> or yep. Kamel and Adam were working on the same movie. Huh. Hmm. Interesting. You I mean, know. they're both comedic actors. It's not improbable whatsoever that they would be, be off probably, working on the same movie. Probably likely. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 Cool. Let's sell this story to TMZ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got a scoop right there. We got inside mm-hmm. knowledge. <laughs> um, so they, they were pretty cool. Uh, I, I'm not a huge fan of the show, so I was like, okay. Yeah, that's an interesting thing, right? <laughs> we're doing we're this. Uh, I watched, I think, we watched two episodes on Prime on the way out, like mm-hmm. on the plane, just so I had some familiarity with it in case something came up. And she wanted me to watch them, <laughs> which mm. happens. Right. Uh, but it, yeah, it was nice to meet him. And she got her like major goal for the weekend accomplished on day one, which we wow. said last year. Friday is like golden day for whatever reason. Just so happens. I, m- I remember uh, we met later in the day and you had said like everything I needed to hit, I hit. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. all the big stuff Friday, mm. it just happens cool. for whatever reason. Uh, so that was cool. And then we went to the Justice League Gods and Monsters press room. Uh, which had a whole bunch of people in it, which I can show you because we took a picture of the cast there as well. Nice. Uh, again, we have interviews with all these people up on the site, and uh, we'll do a little left-to-right identification here. We have Alan Burnett, who is a writer for not only this movie, but a ton of other Warner Brothers stuff. Uh, Tamara Taylor, who voices the version of Wonder Woman in this movie. And again, this is kind of like an alternate universe one, so Wonder Woman isn't necessarily Wonder Woman. She's actually uh, She was raised by the New Gods. Instead of like being an Amazonian, okay. like Batman is actually Kurt Langstrom, who would become the man bat in the comics, but he's a vampire in this. Mm-hmm. He's not Bruce Wayne. And Superman is actually the son of Zod. Oh, wow. So he's not a villain, but he's also not the son of Jarrell. And mm-hmm. he was raised by like a Spanish family. So he speaks fluent Spanish and stuff like that. Wow, they threw the whole thing on its ear. <laughs> so yeah, it's, yeah. it's all over the place. Um, we have Pageant Brewster, uh, who is the voice of Lois Lane in this. Andrea Romano, who if people do not know, that was maybe my biggest fanboy moment aside from interviewing Bruce Tim was meeting Andrea Romano because she is such and I tell her in the interview too, she's such a core piece of my childhood and growing up and everything and all the things she's a voice director for Warner Brothers and DC. So like not only the Batman animated series, Superman animated series, Batman Beyond, all the Warner Brothers DC movies that have come out, but you're also looking at Tiny Toons, Animaniacs, like all this Warner Brothers animation for the past decades, this woman is responsible for direction of the voices for all of these projects. So I was like just in awe of her. And she was super sweet and like the nicest person, which I knew she would be because I've heard her on other things before. But mm-hmm. I was I was fanboying quite a bit over her. See Thomas Howell, who plays Dr. Will Magnus in this. I don't know what his role is like in this movie because it's an alternate universe. Mm-hmm. In the regular continuity, he's the guy who built the Metal Men. Which is kind of obscure characters to begin with anyway. Oh, <laughs> when we're yeah. talking DC. Uh, we got Bruce Tim kind of creeping in the background there. 
and Sam Liu, who is the director of this, as well as a lot of other Warner Brothers animated projects. Is it just me or does Bruce Tim look a little bit like the guy from Myth Mythbusters? A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. A little in bit the background there. A little right? bit of Adam Savage Adam going on Savage. there. Sure. Yeah. Totally. Just needs a little little goatee. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Uh, and that was super cool. We got all those interviews, boom, boom, boom. And again, those are all posted on thegeekgeneration.com. Cool. So you can check them out. And then it was dinner time. I don't know what you guys did in between meeting up for dinner, because that was really the first time we saw you. Yeah. Was for dinner at That's the end of the day. Tr- that is true. I think we, uh, was that the John Barrowman day? That was, no, the John Barrowman was Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. What did we do after that? I know we had, we, we were like in a sushi fog, I think, for, 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 for a <laughs> so while. So between lunch and dinner? Yeah, nothing. Just sushi, yeah, just that's all, you know, we just we came down from wasabi or whatever. But, um, Ballroom 20, I believe. Yeah, actually, that's what we did. We, um, we decided to go back in mm-hmm. to the fray again. We decided to go Ballroom 20, which traditionally handles the television. Sure. Uh, you know, kind of portion of the show. It's kind of like the yeah. second biggest room at the con. It really is. I yeah. think it's, I want to say it's like 4,500 people. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's still seats, pretty big, yeah. Which is, yeah, pretty massive. Obviously, incredibly long lines to get in. Mm-hmm. And we took a shot. We got in line, and we made it in to that. We got to see uh, Minority Report. Okay. Um, what was what was the other one? I could have swore there was a second one. And then we kind of bowed out of that one. Yeah. I think you, you might have started communicating at that point okay yeah saying, yeah, yeah. Hey, what are you up to where are you going what's yep. going on i think but, it was um scream queen yeah scream okay. no, no, that no. might have been the next day but um it? i mean it's all a blur yeah but but mm-hmm. clearly uh, my I everything do, becomes one yeah, day i have a clear recollection of us going to see uh, minority report and they, they showed uh uh some some footage as, as well and in the panel and everything that was that was pretty interesting yep i mean i don't know if i'm 100 on board 100 on board yeah because usually it, there's a weird sort of um hypnotism that happens when you go to these panels where you see the producers and the directors and the, and the cast and the interview and you you have an inherent interest in it because mm-hmm. you feel invested because you went to the panel. Yes. Mm-hmm. And um, in some shows, uh, you know, you're rewarded for that. You mm-hmm. see it and you take a chance on it. And then some shows you're not. Right. And I don't know about that. I'm a little on the I'm a little on the fence on that yeah. one. Yeah. I believe is it was it a Sci-Fi Channel show? I can't recall. Uh, Minority Report, I believe, is going to be on Fox. Is it Fox? Yeah, yeah, Fox. Yeah, it is. It was a bigger, uh, a bigger company. But uh, yeah, and so there was that. We did that, and then I think we left. I can't remember where we went after that. Scream Queens was also a Fox show too. So maybe that was the same day for you. Oh, you know what? I think maybe when we entered the room, Scream Queens was was the first thing we saw. That's what I was, and then it transitioned into uh, okay. my report. So they, okay. So I'm glad I brought him. Right, he knows, he, he's my pensive. He yep. remembers. <laughs> I just dump the memories into him and yeah, yeah. call him when I need him. I remember it, so you don't have to. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. It works. Works out perfect. Yeah. So that's what we did with that. Cool. Right. Immediately after. That. And then we met up for dinner at Rustic Root. Rustic Root. Rustic Root, which was I, good. Did we go to the hotel first? Can't recall. I Maybe I think we did. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. You and I, my son and I, we went back to the hotel. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah, and then we all rendezvoused there, and then yep. we then I just did my Yelp. My Yelp research. I found a, little, found a cool little spot yeah, right there right yeah. under the gas lamp. Yeah. That was good. Good Eats, yeah. Always. Good Eats. Always good That's eats. my thing. Good Eats. Good Eats. That should be my nickname. Good Eats. Yep. Then we had, uh, once again, the Sideshow Collectibles after party. Oh, uh, yeah. That's always fun. Uh, always my, good. My buddy Jason Eastman. Mm-hmm. Um, he's uh, one of the VPs there, I believe, is his role. Uh, great guy. He's kind of like my um, ambassador, uh, art ambassador. He, mm-hmm. he does a wonderful job of introducing me with um, some of his... Uh, some of his colleagues and some of his vendors and some of the folks and just sort of introduces me as an artist to kind of, uh, um, you know, to make connections and, and to, you know, build relationships and sure. maybe get work down the road. Yep. And he's always been that way for me. And, you know, from he used to be at Hasbro for many, many years. Oh, and okay. Then he went to uh, Sideshow Collectibles. Yep. And so we invited us to the party. All of us got us all. Yeah. In. Yeah. All four of us. And, um, wow. you know, and, you know, we ate great. We drank great and met some really cool people. 
And um, I don't know if you want to get into who we met. We met like a couple that we chatted with for a long time. Well, we met, um, I believe his name was oh, Glenn. Glenn, yeah. Someone who worked on Jurassic World. Yeah, ILM. Glenn oh. from ILM. He was uh, an animator. Yes, he was an animator. And he was, he was showing us some incredible he pulled out, stuff. Yeah, he pulled out his phone and was showing mm-hmm. us all these videos of uh, the dinosaurs like in their rendered state. Right. Test wow. footage, though. Test like, footage, yeah. yeah. Just like really early pre- preliminary stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I wish I could have like. I don't I doubt he would have sent it to me to post, but right. mm-hmm. it would have been amazing to like show it on the right. show or something. But one of the things that he said was really interesting, like I guess animators get in arguments with directors and things all the time about is this working? Is it realistic or whatever? Most of the footage that he showed us was uh, an image of the dinosaur and then video of the animal that they were replicating. Mm-hmm. And it was almost like mirror image. So they had like a rhino yeah, or something rhino for one of like them. From a seated position standing. Standing, yeah. Cool. And then they had a triceratops doing the same. So that way when the director oh. goes, that doesn't seem realistic. They can be like, but we copied an actual living animal. Right. You can't that argue this. Yeah, you can see how <laughs> the brilliant. muscles go and how the flesh reacts to, uh, you know, and in, in the in the weight, how grounded it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's really yeah, that it's was really fascinating. Cool. I mean, the the unfortunate part about it is we were on our way out when we met him, right. and he could have talked forever, and we would have let him if mm-hmm. we weren't already out like super it was late. late. I, they, were, they were literally closing the party down. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Like, I think it was after midnight. It was. Yeah. It was. Which. Would have been fine normally, but for us is like three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, because we're still on East Coast. Yeah, yeah, there, there, there. Us so East we were ready to crash at that point. And we did actually. We were. Yeah. We did. Yeah. We did yeah. <laughs> and we were also told that Michael Gia, uh, Giacchino, Gia, yeah, Giacchino, Giacchino, whatever. I've, I'm not saying his name right. The guy who uh, did the music for like Jurassic World and lost and like all these he was standing right like right huge, behind you yeah and that is someone i did not recognize <laughs> right yeah, see, there you go yeah. uh but it, just that we were at the party with him i mean that's pretty cool right yeah and again that's all he's a big that's, name that's all jason i mean he just he knows everyone and he introduces you and he's um and so i i thank him if he I recommend he listen yeah yeah oh jason's <laughs> yeah. a super nice guy yeah. he's been mega yeah nice. yeah and he remembered me from last year and didn't have to or anything but there you go super nice dude absolutely super nice dude uh the other things that i found out about on Friday that I'm a little bummed like we were talking to a couple at the sideshow collectibles party that said they had gone to a concert or took some pictures of like the Mm. fireworks and stuff I didn't know how that happened until afterwards and now I know okay the Star Wars panel that was on Friday night Mm -hmm. at the end of the panel JJ Abrams said everybody in this room we're taking you to a Star Wars concert and gave them all like little light up lightsabers and stuff so they had an orchestra play music from Star Wars. Yeah, but that's not all. They actually um, had members of the 501st like yes. escort them. Yep. The Stormtrooper. Yep. Troops. Wow. From like, Hall H to the place there. And while they played the theme, they had fireworks going off. Wow. And it JJ. was a whole production. Mm-hmm. JJ does it big. Now, the other thing with this, there was another panel I wanted to see on Friday night in addition to Star Wars. And I figured there's no way I'm getting in. Because it was the last panel of the day. It, was game, it wasn't Game of Thrones. No, no, it? no. And, no. <laughs> and it was after Star Wars. Um, the, Kevin Smith was doing his panel where mm-hmm. he just kind of goes up and you have basically an evening with Kevin Smith and he was promoting yoga hosers and was going to show the first footage from that. And while I'm curious about yoga hosers, Kevin Smith is always Kevin Smith and very entertaining and usually fills up Hall H. Mm-hmm. He just had the hall emptied out on him because oh, they pulled all that. the Star Wars oh. people out. So anyone going to see him was there specifically to see him. They weren't just waiting for another panel. He's the last panel right. of the day. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even consider it we because we could have. Right I didn't even consider it because yeah. 
it was Hall H right. at the end of a Friday, right after the Star Wars panel. Right. Had I known that they were going to empty out Hall H for the Star Wars concert, right. totally would have seen it. You know, mm-hmm. it's fine. again, um, you know, had I thought of it, mm-hmm. we could have went because generally, Star, let's face it, Star Wars panel was the premier panel of the mm-hmm. whole con, in my opinion. Some people might say the Warner Brothers won sure. the next day, but, and I think folks would have cleared out, not because they didn't love Kevin Smith, but, right. but what they got, they saw what they they came to see. Right, right. I think we could have, had we thought of it, we could have probably gotten in to see Kevin yeah. Smith. Clearly we could have. We could have. Mm-hmm. But um, we could have planned. We Apparently he him. only ended up having like 2,500 people in there. But that's cr- and that that's crazy for the size of that room. Yeah, yeah. I kind of hope they actually told Kevin beforehand that they're going to empty it out. I bet you they did. I was didn't. thinking the they same didn't. thing. Oh, okay. no, it was didn't. a huge surprise. I guess JJ, mm. it, like he was talking about it on his show and said that JJ emailed him after the fact and was like, "I'm so sorry. Like that was not our intent. We were just doing our panel, and then mm-hmm. unfortunately." It's weird. It's weird. I actually met JJ years ago. Did you? Yeah, oh. I was at a Star Wars uh, celebration in L.A. Oh wow, it was at Staples, and um, it was him and his son, I believe. And we were having lunch, and um, one of the guys that I know from Lucas introduced us. I think it was Troy. Oh, okay. And um, at that time, I think he, I think Alias was maybe still. Sure, running. he wasn't. He wasn't yeah. JJ. Yeah, he yeah. was J. I mean, he was successful. But, oh, absolutely. I mean, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't like you he know, wasn't no, helming Star Trek no, and Star Wars. Yeah, there was none of that. But it was like he was the coolest dude. Yeah, like, and it was pretty son. lost yeah. and everything. Yeah, I think yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah, and it was pretty or or lost maybe on the air. But I didn't realize that J, I should have known that JJ was uh, responsible for that as well. Yeah. But um, but so it's kind of cool when you like. I feel like an affection for him because I like he was such a cool guy. I'm like I'm happy that he's this successful. Right. That he's getting to do because he he even mentioned at the time that he was such a huge Star Wars uh, lover. I yep. mean yep. more so than Star Trek. Yeah. And it was really interesting that he gets to helm that. It's pretty yeah. cool. I think that's very cool. Right. Uh, that was pretty much our Friday. There you go. That was a heck of a Friday. Though. It was. And again, <laughs> Friday was the most packed out of all of them. I have very very few notes for the other days. Okay. Uh, we just. We didn't have as much stuff booked. I mean, we had most of our press appointments on Friday as well, too. So everything was kind of crammed into that day. Right. Uh, Saturday, we did, we got a late start because we had some cosplay stuff to deal with. Mm-hmm. But you, oh, oh yeah. you boy. Oh, we now, in. the Warner Brothers panel was 10, 1030 Saturday I I morning. It was 1030. 1030. And yeah. I was not even looking at it as an option. Okay. Because, and, and you shouldn't have. Yeah. Because who the hell walks into Hall H? On a Saturday morning mm-hmm. without waiting for hours in line. Right. Who's got two thumbs? No, four <laughs> thumbs. <laughs> and with, and you get These into two hall. guys over here yeah. stroll right into Hall H. Stroll right in. We literally, we, we took an Uber from the hotel. And I said, again, son, let's give it a shot. And we, we wandered right into the end of the line. They have sort of a queue area where they have like little shoots. Yep. Uh, one through five. I uh, know one through four. And they created a fifth one. Yeah. Uh, at the end. So we, we got into the fifth shoot. And we're thinking, well, maybe we get in, maybe we don't. And they started letting folks in. Shoot one goes all the way through. Two, three, four. And it starts to trickle down by the time it gets to four. It's like, well, all right. I don't think it's going to happen. We had a good run. Yeah, we had a good <laughs> run, man. It, it, like, we had hope for, for a little while there. Yeah. And then the, uh, the, the little, you know, the little clicker that you can count people in line. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. The guy comes into our line, shoot five, and mm-hmm. starts clicking off. He's counting off people. And I was like, boom, we're in. Because if he's still counting people, that means yeah, there's yeah. available seats inside Absolutely. of Hall H. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, they let us right in. It was an enormous cheer. And, Unbelievable. And the, listen, I'm not saying we were anywhere near the front of the stage, but we were, like I was telling these guys earlier, we were at the dead. I mean, literally, we could have reached back and touched the back wall. Right. We were so far back. But, man, were we rewarded for going in. And you told me about a whole different presentation experience in this one with, like, panels right. I mean, coming out. and It's funny. I, I, I was thinking about this on the drive up. I don't know if I could adequately 
express how spectacular that presentation was. Right. From a, being a visual guy and being a guy who loves film and loves TV and loves all that, you know, spectacle. It, um, if you, if you can paint a picture of Hall H for people, it's just this enormous hangar. Yep. And in there, they have the, obviously the main stage at the, at the front and some enormous screens. Mm-hmm. And then they have a series of screens, I think three or four in the center of the, of the uh, venue. Mm-hmm. And then, and that's it. And, and that's enough. You can see everything you needed to see. Totally. But what they did in this one, they unveiled this, um, how do I describe it? A wraparound widescreen that went the entire perimeter of this, this of Hall H. Yeah. The entire perimeter. And they unveiled it, had this like, uh, they unsheathed it. It was a better way to describe it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they projected images, all these Warner Brother and DC's images on this thing. It was unbelievable. They apparently used the same thing for like when they did the Warner Brothers television thing. Oh, did they? Like, okay. and they had the flash run across oh, that cool. whole that must have been really perimeter cool. thing. Yeah. 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 So it was that. And I think we were, I, we may have been the first ones to see it if, if they, cause uh, I think so. Yeah. yeah. And it was so impressive. Yeah. And, and yeah. I'll be honest with you. I mean, I grew up a Marvel guy and I'm saying it in the wrong house. I know <laughs> in the wrong studio. I, I'm saying I, I like Marvel too, uh, all right. but, but yeah, um, I've always been, I think I actually kind of grew up more of a Marvel oh, person myself well. too. Okay. Yeah. Like, I was all about Batman, but then I was like X Men and Spider Man, and right. But now things are super, things, super things have DC. Switched. For you being me. Batman and all, I mean, yeah, things yeah. have switched. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to reveal that. Oh, uh, <laughs> we're not too secretive you, you, about you, it here. You can edit that out. Yeah. Right? <laughs> um, but the thing about it is, like, I wasn't necessarily that enthused. Right. Not because I'm not a, I'm a Zach uh, uh, Snyder Zach Snyder ha- a hater. I'm not not at all that. I mean, I like his films, mm-hmm. but I wasn't that I wasn't that excited about it. But after this, I'm I'm jacked to see yeah. it. Because it wasn't just Batman v Superman. It was Suicide Squad. Yep. And then they mentioned the Green Lantern Corps. And they yep. mentioned all these other properties that are coming up in the next couple of years. And they had this, you know, they had the celebrities there, of course. You know, the yeah. Will Smiths of the world and, yep. and the Ben Afflecks and all those folks. And, and Chris Hardwick, yep. right? Yep. So I mean, what more do you want? Yeah. Right? So I mean it was good. It was good. Yeah. It's a good show. Yeah, I was so jealous getting that text in the hotel room. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, man. Oh, I had to fire that text off. Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> like, this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best. This is the best moment of my life. Apparently, the night before, too, for people that were waiting for wristbands, they actually drove, Zack Snyder drove the Batmobile up, the Whoa. new one, oh, and started wow. throwing t-shirts to people. He would, I don't, you know something? I don't understand, and maybe, again, being a lover of DC and being a lover of the Warner Brothers mm-hmm. properties, and I saw Man of Steel, and maybe I didn't love it as much as other things, but I didn't hate it as much as others. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand the Zach, uh, the Zach hatred. I don't really get it. Yeah. Maybe I mean I, I don't know. Maybe you can explain it to me someday. We'll we'll, we'll explore. Yeah, uh, explore that when please. we talk about the footage next week. All for right, sure. great. Okay. Absolutely. So instead of uh, well, we missed that obviously because we were dealing with our. Oh, stuff you sure and, missed it. And we <laughs> there, we had no anticipation of seeing it at any point because it's like we said Saturday morning hall H. Right. Who the hell gets in? Mm-hmm. These guys. Uh, but we went to a workaholics uh, signing. So it said now this was another thing that was just uh, a time waster, not because we were waiting for the autographs, but because there was an error on the website. Which was a huge pain in the butt. So the signing, I guess, started at three and went to four. Mm-hmm. It said online two to three. So we were in line at like one forty-five. Mm. Oh man! Not realizing that the signing would be at three, or else we would not have waited, or at least I would not have, because we wanted to see the John Barrowman panel, mm-hmm. which is always super entertaining. Um, and who got into that? I don't know. These guys, <laughs> uh, which is not a hard panel to get into necessarily no, 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 if you plan for it. But 
the the problem again just being that they had it listed wrong and by the time we found out we had already been in line for an hour Ugh. like they were they were 15 minutes away from coming out and there's a point of no return yeah. when you're yeah. in a line for something and you know you're going to get the thing that you've been waiting in line for like even if we were there for another half hour we've hit the threshold where we're staying for that autograph yeah so right. unfortunately we missed the barrelman panel and that is not because we had other things to do. No, it was no fault of your own. No, it was yeah. no fault of our own. It was because, and this was, I found scheduling things to be a little weird. I mean, we had the restaurant mix up. We had the badge mix up. We yeah. had thing. This was the most disorganized I've seen San Diego. Right. And granted, I mean, it's only my second year there. And, and you're, but, you are behind the scenes though. I mean, right. you're like, actually, that's true. You're, you're not, you know, but you're, this, you're not this a civilian. Was a, this was a public event open to people, not even just con goers, because mm-hmm. we were not in the convention hall. We were outside in the sun for this too, waiting in line. Oh, so uh, we got was, we got some. Might have been the hottest day too. I yeah, think. it was kind of killer. Mm-hmm. But just the fact that this is this is open to everybody, so anyone could go to this in San Diego, and they have it listed completely incorrectly. That's a huge time sink. Right. Yeah. So. I think yeah, I think you're more upset about missing the the John Barrowman than the Warner Brothers. Yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe. But again, if they hadn't listed it wrong, we wouldn't have missed right. it. So, and I must say, it was outstanding, son. Yeah, oh yeah, he's he's hilarious. He's always entertaining. Super, super entertaining. Yeah, they basically just give him a mic and just tell him to yeah. talk yeah. to people. Yeah, you know, I mean, you went, to, we attend, we all attended. Oh yeah, last year, yeah, right? yeah. And saw him in Bo- I saw him in Boston after oh, that, okay, doing great. a panel as well. Yeah, so you, I mean, you've got that. At least yeah. you have that experience under your belt. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. So you can. I have seen it for yeah, sure. Yeah, I pulled you guys to last year because you guys yeah. didn't even know who he was i don't think no really. we were aware of him i mean and, or you know, captain what, jack what, and all that yeah yeah but we didn't weren't aware of how entertaining it would be sure you know so. yeah so, we thank you for that and then we met up with you guys right after right you were getting out of that rendezvous, that was a random rendezvous yeah we knew you were we, again we knew you were heading there yep we were already out of the building we we're out of the bayfront yeah and boom there you are on the street boom right there <laughs> there you go then it was lunchtime it was. We went What's to around? the uh, Mediterranean place. That's right. Yeah, we had some uh, shawarma. I wasn't big honor. on it. wasn't Wasn't a fan. No, I wasn't. You big know something? On it. I've had better. Kind of dry. Yeah, I've had better shawarma. That yeah. wasn't. That wasn't great. Yeah, that wasn't Avenger level. But now shawarma. I know. Now I know what they're talking about at the end of the event. Right. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> wasn't that? It wasn't no busu. <laughs> no. What is that? One? No. So for the uninformed, what is shawarma? Shawarma. How do you describe that shawarma? It, it was shawarma just the whole thing. It's or a log. It's like a log of meat. Mm. Essentially, and it's ro- it's in this rotisserie, and they carve off sections of it, and they yeah. kind of put it in, in a pita, or they put it on a salad, okay. or put it in, and um, it's, it's either chicken or beef lamb. It was combo. very dry. Mm. Yeah, this I, again, I've had really juicy, flavorful shawarma. Apparently, the beef was better that came. Yeah, Kane had the beef. We had the chicken. His his was outstanding. I, I took a sample yeah. of his, and it was mm-hmm. outstanding. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we were there for the it's falafel. Medi- though. Yeah, it's Mediterranean. It's that sort of um, Middle Eastern Mediterranean yep. food generally. Yeah, I think this was a Turkish place, if I'm not mistaken. I, that's I think said. so, yeah. 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 But we did get like four or five orders of falafel. Yes. Yeah, we got falafel. We, we had falafel coming out of our eyeballs. You know, falafel, <laughs> yeah. falafel, yeah. you got falafel. That, that's awesome. Yeah, right, you got it. Cool. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then uh, I think we tooled around for a little bit. And then it was uh, the Days of Future Past road cut screening. That's so right. earlier I had made a press contact or whatever. I'd gotten an email where we were guaranteed, myself and Liana at least, were guaranteed VIP passes to see the only public screening of X-Men Days of Future Past, the road cut, cool. before it comes out. So we were told it has 17 minutes more footage mm. of all the stuff with Rogue that they cut out. And it was actually, I felt it was very uh, 
cohesive. It really tied a lot of things together in the yeah. movie. It felt more complete. It mm-hmm. felt organic. It, it felt, yeah, it didn't feel tacked on. Right. Yeah. And the part about uh, the screening that was exciting, not even just the screening itself, ah, there he is. but the fact that the screening was introduced and we did not see this coming at all. Like we were wondering why it was taking so long to start up. We didn't realize that Brian Singer was going screen to screen and doing intros for everybody watching the movie. Cool. Unbelievable. Yeah, that that was a shocker. That was That's the cool. stuff that happens in San Diego. Yeah. Like crazy. The director. And he explained, he's like, normally I don't do this. This is not like a director's cut or an additional cut or whatever. But he was like, and I feel the same way that he does. It's a more complete movie. Granted, mm-hmm. I mean, this picture is pretty low quality because I didn't have my camera. <laughs> we were in a movie theater. Yeah, we were in the so movie I, theater. I just pulled out the phone. Everybody Maximum did. zoom right yeah, in the back. Yeah, I was like, yeah, bam, yeah. bam, bam, bam. But yeah, and we were. We were sitting in the last row in the theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was so cool for him to come out, and it did feel like a more complete film. Well, it felt, and, you know, what it felt special. Yeah, the fact that like we were, you know, select, you know, a couple hundred people that got to see this with the actual director. Right, right. You know, it's a special, special experience. Now, now you two. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you want to get into now they the gave us, They gave us these black bands. <laughs> right. uh, they get uh, like the all the VIPs had the black bands. Oh, I forgot to wear to my get in, band. and uh, it says like hashtag road cut, and it says the name of the movie and everything on the inside. Mm-hmm. We picked those up earlier from the Fox booth because we were guaranteed them. I was on a list and everything. Uh, these two guys. I wasn't sure I was going to be able to get in. As coincidence would have it, <laughs> they give us bands for the Sideshow Collectibles after party every year. Last year, they were yellow. Mm-hmm. This year, they were black. No way. You see where, you see where we're going with this? No way. Uh-huh. Are you kidding me? So yeah. they turned their bands inside out so that it didn't say Sideshow Collectibles mm-hmm. VIP and walked right in. <laughs> Rolled right wow. on in. Act like you've been there. Now, These guys know what they're doing. This like, is, again, that's the, right. That's this is like the second there. San Diego in a row where we've snuck into stuff. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to justify this. It's regular practice. <laughs> yeah, it's you know what it is? It's like um, I, I, there are opportunities in life. Yes. And I'm not going to let stuff pass by. Absolutely. Over, over a wristband. Right. You know, and I think Kane Weschke, he was the one who came up with the idea to flip it inside out. Yep. I didn't even. I had my sideshow showing. Yeah, and I kept flipping it around. Not so, like they would have known. Yeah, like they, way. it said 2015. It's like sideshow collectibles 2015, yeah, or whatever yeah. it was. And I and, and I tried to make it so 2015 was the mm-hmm. only thing that was showing. Yeah, so people, you know, so you saw that with some white letters on right, a black thing. Right. But, but yeah, no, we strolled in like we we owned the place. We just went right on in. Yep. Hilarious. The lesson. The lesson. I don't know Hilarious. if that's a positive lesson for the kids, but <laughs> but that's a lesson. Don't well, don't not. I mean, don't um lose an opportunity. Well, I mean, over that. you weren't stealing anything. Like yeah, you no. did nothing um, illegal. Well, they did give up you some did. free popcorn. That's and true. Soda. They gave us soda and popcorn as yeah. we entered. But as well. like the worst Shame. they would do is maybe like boot you out. Right. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I don't think they. I mean, I, I don't think that was even on. No one, listen, no one was scrutinizing no. those those bands nope. anyways. Yeah. Okay. Nope. Everybody got into the theater. No, they, they were just hold up your band. Yeah, hold up your band in. and walk on in. That's yeah. it. And he had two full, th- uh, matter of fact, I don't think our theater was 100% full. So no. it wasn't like I was taking into a spot. Nope. nope. So anyway, so that's all the justification I'm going to yeah. give. <laughs> <laughs> we got, it was fun. We got to see, you know, we got to see Brian Singer. We got to see the road cut. It was fun. And cheat the system a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> and that always feels <laughs> good. Right. But I pay my taxes though, so it's okay. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. That wrapped up our Saturday. Uh, Sunday, we had a press room super early. I don't know what you guys did Sunday morning. Sleep. Yeah. We, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. We got a little sad. No, we actually, yeah, we had a late start yep. uh, Sunday. Um, What was the major panels we did that day? We actually, we got into Hall H no problem. Yeah. 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 Zero problem. 
And we saw actually we saw quite a bit on Sunday, if I remember correctly. Isn't that when you saw Game of Thrones? Uh, no, Game of Thrones was Friday. Oh, okay. um, we did see uh, Quentin Tarantino. That's right. Uh, Hateful Eight. Yep. Incredible. Yep. Again, Hardwick uh, hosting that one. Um, yeah, he hosted other? 13 panels. Unbelievable. Wow. Yeah. Unbelievable. The energy. You know something? Now I'm not certain that he hosted... Um, no, it was Aisha Tyler who hosted Warner the Warner Brothers okay, one. And okay. she was incredible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, she's she great too. Yeah. She was like uh she was like clockwork. She yep. had that she had people on and off. So let me let me correct that right off the bat in case people are be like, wait a minute, Hardwick didn't do <laughs> we'll that. We'll get one. the tweets. So we just gave Hardwick a fourteenth panel. Yeah, right. <laughs> um but no, he did definitely do the the Quentin Tarantino did, one. Yeah. Great interview with him. Yep. Quentin's incredibly fascinated, uh, fascinating. Mm-hmm. Again, I would have saw the movie regardless. I'm a huge fan of his. Sure. Um I'm trying to remember what was the other major thing that happened in um, age. They had the um other oh supernatural was the first yeah. thing that we went in for right uh, v- vampire diaries diaries was going on the panel was just ending as we arrived mm-hmm. and um so we hung on for supernatural now don't smack me but i've never seen not even a full episode of supernatural no i have i okay all right so we're same same nope. boat okay we're, no slaps uh, around here yeah no slaps, roger okay. you really shouldn't smack people when they haven't yeah, seen a that's particular right. show well, you know let's get, we're gonna get to that <laughs> <Apparently laughs> get, there's a show that, that warrants a smack you yeah. gotta admit yeah um, yeah, but I'm the only one that's watched Supernatural. Yeah, well, my son was the one who. So I'm up to date. Yeah, so he's filled. He's 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 filled in on all the characters yep. and all the. So, um, but that panel is great. Yeah. Um, the camaraderie between the the cast. When you're to, with people for ten years. Yeah, le- right. And eleven now. 11th, yeah, yeah. Right. And um, great panel. Yep. And again, for someone who hasn't seen, you know, nearly a uh, uh, half hour of the show, mm-hmm. I, I, it was incredibly like it makes me want to watch the show. Sure. And that's what you want out of a panel. Absolutely. I assume. <laughs> One yeah. thing. So that was fun. So we kind of rolled through the day uh, pretty much in holiday. Heroes, too. Uh, yeah, Heroes Reborn. Yeah, that we joined you for thing. that one. Uh, before we get to that, okay. Uh, we had our press room in the morning. It was like like a 9.30, like super early. And this was the longest press room I'd ever seen scheduled. This was an hour and a half one wow. because they were merging two movies into one press room because there was a lot of overlapping talent because it was all voice actors and stuff. So this was for uh, Lego DC Justice League Attack of the Legion of Doom. And Batman Unlimited Monster Mayhem. These are both direct-to-DVD, Warner Brothers cartoons. And I like the Lego animated movies because they're really great to show my niece and nephew, who are Mm -hmm. like five. They love them. They think they're hilarious. And they throw in a lot of meta jokes, which are great for adults. So they work on the multiple levels that way. The Batman Unlimited stuff is good as well. Uh, It's kind of a a mid-range age range. Like, you could watch it with kids. Or there's stuff in it for adults, too, just like being fans of the characters and stuff. It's like, hey, it's more Batman. Yeah, that's cool. But the exciting thing about this for me was meeting Will Friedle, who uh, you can see I have a picture with right here. There he is. Uh, he is not only Eric Matthews from Boy Meets World and uh, currently on Girl Meets World as well, as he got brought back on to that, I guess. Mm-hmm. But he is also the voice of Terry McGinnis from Batman Beyond. That's so Which cool. for me is super, yeah. super exciting. Yeah, you got me in on that one. Yeah, because it is one of my favorite shows of all time. Um, and he was really nice. Uh, like we even took, we both took pictures with him afterwards after the interview. We we're like, even though I have all this footage of me on camera with you already from the video interview, he's like, Oh no, I get it. I understand. It's a totally different thing. It is. It's a different quality and sure. yeah, whatever. Awesome. But super, super nice guy. Pleasure to meet him. It was Will Friedel. We also had in there John DiMaggio, huge voice actor, also does Bender on Futurama, cool. in addition to tons of other stuff. Uh, Troy Baker, who I met in New York last year, he was cool to talk to again, also remembered who I was. Uh, Roger Craig Smith, voices Batman and Batman Unlimited. He was also the voice of Batman in Arkham Origins. 
Also very cool guy. Second Batman voice actor to tell me that I should be in voice acting. Wow. So uh, I'll take that. Uh, Josh Keaton, who plays Hal Jordan in so much of the WB animated stuff. And Yuri Lowenthal, who is Red Robin in Batman Unlimited. People might know him best as the voice of Ben 10. Oh, okay. So he's been doing that for quite a while as well. So tons of voice actors. I love talking to voice actors because they're like the nicest group of people. They really are because they don't have the ego component. Right. They're not on camera. Not all of them are on camera all the time. Some go back and forth. Some are purely voice actors, but they're not like getting recognized here and there all the time or not by people who aren't like fans of voice acting. Mm -hmm. So they don't have the ego component that a lot of actors and actresses do. It's just they're doing it for the love of acting. And granted, the money, but <laughs> not <laughs> the fame. You get, the, paid, you get paid the, for this stuff? Yeah, just the, the sheer acting, like, love of it. And right. most voice actors will tell you, too, or most people that I talk to in these interviews that I was like, if you do on-camera stuff and voice acting, do you have a preference? They're like, well, there's benefits to both, obviously, but mm-hmm. voice acting is pure acting because you're not concerned with anything else. It's just about the performance. Right. You right. don't have to hit marks. You don't have no. to do any of that stuff. You just, nope. yeah, you just let it rip. You yeah. the script and let it rip. That's it. Mm-hmm. So awesome interviews. We were in there pretty much the whole time. We didn't even hit everybody because oh. there were so many people in there. It was crazy, but a lot of fun. Uh, we went back on the show floor for a little bit. Super packed, almost to the point of like, we don't even want to walk around because <laughs> it's nuts. And it usually tapers off on Sunday. But it does it was, usually. It was pretty right. It was pretty crowded on Sunday. Super crowded. Right, yep. Like we ended up the day on the show floor, and it was still crazy. I'd never been on the show floor at the end of a con before, ever. Yeah, because were, it's were, always they like were flickering the lights, giving us a last call. Yeah, everything. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's oh, always yeah. like we got to get home or like take the plane or yeah. drive home because people need to be home for Monday or mm-hmm. whatever. But we were there till the very end. Uh, and th- before the end, though, we did see the Heroes Reborn panel, which was very cool. Very now, this very is cool. this is the only panel I saw the whole weekend. Really? really? Wow. He's a working man. Yeah, you now, were working. You were working the. You were you again. You were behind the scenes. Right. Right. If if we didn't have the press rooms, for sure, I would have been at more panels. Right. Mm-hmm. But I prefer the press rooms. They're super exciting. Well, you get interaction. Yeah. 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 It's something more than a panel. I think. Right. It's mm-hmm. tangible. You had more of a tangible. But experience. the Heroes Reborn panel. I was excited before. Wow. Right. Sold you, right? Super excited now. Like, they showed so much footage in addition to just the uh, the Comic-Con trailer that they did show that is posted online. And uh, I'll put up so you guys can kind of see a little bit of that. But in addition to that, there was all this behind-the-scenes footage. Uh, they told us about the app that they're launching where there's, like, a whole prologue story of one character episodes right yeah yeah and they're releasing them all through the app they're like this app isn't just some bs thing like we're giving you content through it for free to kind of get you ready for the show and to kind of fill in some of the blanks because they're doing this in real time Mm -hmm. the show's been off the air for five years this is a five-year gap from where the show ended to where they're picking up oh wow so all those holes are going to be filled in. They said a lot of the gaps would be filled in, like what happened to the main characters within the first season of Heroes Reborn. Hmm. We're going to know what the fate of or what the status of a lot of these people is. So that's kind of cool. So like they're... that season one can be like the closure for the original series. Yes. Yes. Nice. Yeah. And they hopefully yeah. will go longer with and this as well. And obviously they re- they're introducing all these new characters as mm-hmm. well. Yep. 
Which, yeah. And, I mean, the kid in the look like he's going to be really fascinating. His powers look really fascinating. The one that he makes people disappear. Yeah, makes yeah. people disappear. Yeah. But he cool. has no clue where they go. Hmm. So he's he's scared of his power. Yeah. Because yeah. he's like a high school kid. Yeah. And he makes them disappear. And it's not like just a teleport. Like they they almost it looks like they implode a yeah, little they, bit. Yeah, they sort of. Yeah. They gather Ooh, within effect themselves. wise. Yeah. I don't mm. think they actually like are destroyed. It sounds like a or black anything. hole. Effect. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. A black hole. Yeah. But he has. Yeah. Like you said, he has no idea where they go. Yeah. Which is. Yeah. It's really. Interesting. I mean, listen, we all loved heroes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a bit of a taper off. Yep. Yep. <laughs> a little, little bit. A little bit of a writer strike issue. Right. But just ended with that huge cliffhanger of Claire right. exposing powered people as they call them evos I guess and heroes mm-hmm. were born to the world and now there's like a whole we've seen this kind of play out in comics before of like the registration act type idea yep they're doing that and exploring like some people are discriminated against for being an evo others are celebrated for it there's right. a group of people hunting them down cuz they mm-hmm. just think they're abominations and it's a whole mess of stuff and of course we're going to see a lot of those uh classic characters return <laughs> Yeah, Hero. Yep. Yeah, Hero Nakamura was <laughs> yeah. in the footage and on the panel. They had a good intro for him. Oh, they had a great intro for him. Because yeah. Hero has his teleportation power. Right. So they were, they had all the people, uh, up on, sitting on the dais. And, uh, they were like, unfortunately, Hero Nakamura or whatever, Masioka, like, couldn't make it. We have an intro video from him though. And he was like, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not there in person, et cetera, et cetera. But, oh, wait, wait a minute. And then the video like cuts off. And he walks out like he teleported in nice. or something. Nice. He's like, I can be everywhere. Yeah, it's right, yeah. yeah, really good. <laughs> it too. was pretty great. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, very exciting. And I mean, if you're going to see a panel, it, since it was the only one that I saw the whole time, it's got to be in Hall H. Yeah, you got to, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And that, that was, um, yeah, that was, a, that was a fun experience, I think. Yeah, that was, I think that capped, did that cap it for the day? That pretty much capped yeah. it. I mean, we were on the show floor at the end, but that was pretty much the extent of everything. Right. Yeah. There you go, Comic-Con. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we had dinner at the Blind Burrow. Blind Burrow. Some Mexican food. I'm not big on Mexican, but I have to say, pretty, pretty good food. Pretty good. That street corn. Pretty good food. That street corn was good. Right? That street oh, corn made goodness. you want to smack somebody. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't mean for not watching uh, certain certain series. <laughs> for Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, and then we got some ice cream to oh, kind of yeah. really end it at Ghirardelli's. Ghirardelli. Now, yeah, we hit right. it up twice last year, and we went once this year, which was plenty. Yeah, plenty, no, plenty, yeah, that's more, listen, that's more than enough. Yeah, yeah. And I'm on this crazy like uh, no carb, no sugar. Yep. And I crazy fell off the wagon for that. Yeah. Rallies. Yeah. I fell off the wagon, hit the wheels, right <laughs> under the spokes. Yeah, I fell off the wagon big time on that one. Now you guys flew home on Sunday. Sunday night. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We still had a whole day left in San Diego because it was cheaper for us to fly out on Monday, even spending another night on a hotel. Oh wow. It was still cheaper to fly out on the Monday than it would have been to fly out on the Sunday. So uh, we went to San Diego Zoo on Monday, which is world famous, and saw a whole bunch of stuff. I took a bunch of pictures. Uh, you have a little, I believe these are cheetahs, and uh, we have a cub and her mom kind of playing, which was pretty entertaining. Um, we had, there's the cub Aww, just walking there. with its tongue kind of hanging out like that, right? Elephants. Some meerkats in a basket. <laughs> <laughs> meerkats in a basket. Because why not? That sounds like the worst breakfast food ever. <laughs> meerkats in, in a, a basket. basket. Yeah, yeah. This panda, which is like one of the main attractions right. of the place. Uh, and there was a panda cub in a separate one. I guess they like the isolation. They like to be alone. Really? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you don't want them in the same pen because they just don't interact that well. They're they're not lonely. They just love being by themselves. Oh, right. Explains why their population's so low. I know, right? <laughs> And a penguin and the big polar bear. Also very cool. Oh, cool. 
cold beer in the tropics. That's interesting. Yeah. And we spent a good like six hours at the zoo. Like there's a ton to see. There was like a, we took a bus tour as soon as we got there to kind of check out everything. There's a sky tram to mm-hmm. get you from one side to the other and you're above every oh it's so cool it was a really good experience it's yeah. actually really funny you mentioned that because that same Sunday I was at the zoo in the Bronx New York oh were oh, you wow. yeah that's so funny another big zoo seeing all totally. these oh yeah it was yeah. pretty great that's like the one that you see featured in Madagascar and stuff actually that one is Central Park zoo. oh is it okay. yeah no. I actually all I right. didn't know either and I was like uh, let me look this up I would have just and, assumed yeah yeah but it's still re- really great a really great zoo yeah that pretty much wrapped up our San Diego experience, though. Conned it up. Conned it up. <laughs> That's how we do. It was crazy. Uh, another exciting year. Again, all this stuff is at thegeekgeneration.com, so people can check out all the... We have a cosplay photo gallery. We have all the interview videos up there. I'm going to be putting up another photo gallery soon with all the show floor photos that I took. We even have second galleries. I was taking photos for not only the Geek Generation, but another site called Majorspoilers.com. If you go over there, you can see additional cosplay photos and soon they'll be getting additional show floor photos as well. So we're spreading it out all over the place this year. Wow. Our reach you. is expanding. That's right. <laughs> Way to go. Yeah. So final thoughts. There's something you would like to plug, Damien. If you want to follow me on Twitter, you can find me at MC Hammer Bro. Look for Geek Gen Damien. And let me know, who do you think won San Diego Comic-Con this year? Team oh. Hardworking with Rob or Team Hardly Working with <laughs> yeah. Roger and yeah, his son? More like Team Hall H. Yeah. Hall right? H. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Roger. Uh, yes, you can find me at uh, rand247.com. That's uh, my website. You can see all my images and see artwork and some of the packaging stuff that I, uh, and some of the toy stuff that I put together on a daily basis. Yep, yep. And that's good. Sweet. For everything else that we do, you can head on over to thegeekgeneration.com. If you use iTunes, please rate the show and write a review. We always appreciate those. You can like us at facebook.com slash thegeekgeneration and follow at geekgeneration on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Night Angel. Support the show by going to thegeekgeneration.com slash support. You can send emails to podcast at thegeekgeneration.com. And as always, the show theme is provided by Machine Supremacy. A link to their site can also be found on our site. Hey, hey. there's a rhythm. <laughs> we go with it. That's right. We'll be back next week with more stuff for you, and we will see you then. Bye bye. Later. See ya. Make it so.